Good morning. It is Monday, June 8th, 7.15 a.m. Sorry, I almost said May. No, it's definitely June 8th. I hope you all had a good week. I know I did. It was a big week. And... I hope it's not just this week that Black Lives Matter to a lot of people. I hope that those who just found out that Black Lives Matter, that they still matter. Black lives still matter. And a lot of times I've just felt hopeless that that the racism will never end. A lot of times I've felt really, really hopeless. And this week I got a glimpse maybe of some more hope. Some hope that this like insidious, painful, damaging, cruel, destructive element, this concept of whiteness and othering, justifying and dehumanizing, got a glimpse that it might just somewhat be destroyed that it will that we're in the process of destroying it it's racism has not been destroyed but that there's a chance that it can be destroyed it's you know people have been getting tear gassed my sister nick in indiana she's been going to those protests there and a lot of the a lot of them have been very dangerous and the cops have been violent and they've been using tear gas and physical force and killing people killing black people killing anyone that that their bullets are able to hit But it does, racism does remind me a lot of tear gas. Because people don't realize that it's a very, very fine powder that gets in your pores. And it stays on the surface. And it's used to destroy and disarm and silence and hurt people and it makes you blind there's so much that has to be done I 
the entire my entire lifetime ahead of me I have 62 more years left I don't think that's going to be enough I don't think that's going to be enough time but I'm not going to worry about that I'm going to just keep doing my part and I hope that you guys do too because black lives still matter this is not over saw a lot of confusing things at the at the protests well-meaning but it's like the kind of things that about that are I think particular to a privileged SF protest culture um that I that I noticed when I first moved here when I first moved here, everyone was protesting George W. Bush, and they had pictures of him everywhere. I was from Texas. I know he's not a real Texan, but, I mean, you know, he was the governor of Texas, and people hated him, and he's a brat and all that, and he's a war criminal. <laughs> and not, not, not to be flippant, um, he's definitely a war criminal, Um but, you know, I, <clears throat> I first moved here and just seeing all the pictures of George Bush everywhere and people were spending a lot of money on their graphics and they were getting creative. I do applaud their creativity. Um, but I'm also like, George W. does not care about your poster. He's going to keep on being evil and he's you know, he's going to keep on doing this. Like, I felt also that there was a lot assumed of me personally because I was from Texas. People assumed that I voted for him and that I was pro-Bush, which I thought was very strange and insulting, frankly. Um, and the pictures of George Bush, it was just like, okay, well, you know, I didn't, I felt it was very counterproductive moving forward to protest being seen as in being used as a catalyst for change, real change and, and seeing the power in that for the first time in my life has been very moving. Um, you know, going to the women's march, um, it just made me cry because I felt hopeless again, you know. Um, I broke down at the BART station. <clears throat> this man was singing in the BART station the Stevie Wonder song, Isn't She Lovely? And he sang it so beautifully that it made me cry. But I, that was the best thing about being at the Women's March because everything else just fucking annoyed me. And I know that I'm a cantankerous, judgmental, picky, and critical person. So, I mean, part of that was just me. But I was also noticed it was like the White Ladies March. You know, it, there, it was a lot of signs that were 
four pages long with references to, you know, obscure Vassar stuff. (laughs) Um, There were those pussy hats, which I thought were degrading to even look at because they're ugly. And a lot of feeling like it was a was ineffectual that it had no effect when I had my studio on Market Street there was a they would have these pro-life marches where they would bust people in from other cities and I could see like this invasion of of like stalwart bigotry like from my window being trapped inside because <laughs> you can't really go anywhere and then flashing forward to the protest this week the first one that I went to was on Monday at Mission High School and I was surprised at the turnout I was it was pleasantly surprised apparently 30,000 people came I got there at like 3.30 and left at 5. It was organized by high school students. No Justice, No Peace, FSF. Follow them on Instagram if you can. Um, and I'm, my heart was full even knowing that, that, that this was done by children. listen to those children listen to the children um there were a lot of things that annoyed me at that protest just you know skater boys with stunted growth from smoking weed at age nine you know demanding to be seen and paid attention to um but that was derailed i thought that was good that seeing them be quickly ignored ignored um so at that at that protest there wasn't a lot of like walking it was just standing um people were doing their best to to adhere to social distancing it it, it did get very crowded and more so I'm glad that I left when I did because I it started when it started kind of pulling in pushing in like that I got concerned but people were really good about wearing their masks which I was I was happy to see um, and then on Saturday I was sewing and I didn't really know that anything was going on outside my door, um, maybe cause it had just gotten started, but I was on Instagram at one point and someone had posted that there was a protest happening and I realized it was like right outside my door. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get out there and go stand in there and it was organized by a woman I'm not sure who she is but she was really cool this older black lesbian not that old probably like my my age old you know um and she had a bullhorn and she was 
saying the slogans and people were joining the march and joining in and we walked all the way to the police station and then looped back around from Valencia to Mission back to where my house is um and at the protest I had to use the bathroom really bad but I just held it and I was just like you know I'll just hold it and wait till I get back of course but I would have somehow miraculously held it um there were there was something that really confused and bothered me that I that happened when I got when we got back to the the place like at 24th in Mission um, that I want to share with you guys because this is something that confused and appalled me at the same time um, because it was like an, a multi-layered situation and. I think for the most part showed like a point that many people are missing. Like we're, you know, it's like a bunch of mostly white people gathered together to stand up for black lives. And all I can think of is how black people are pushed out of San Francisco and how they're redlined. And they weren't allowed loans after World War II and how they live, you know, in the Bayview. A lot of them live in the Bayview on top of a literal toxic waste dump, you know? Like, it's, it's like an echo chamber sometimes at these protests. Um not in that I don't see black faces, but I'm just like, we have this, this ground we're standing on is, is segregated, segregated ground. You know, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's corrupt. It's corruption here. So we get, you know, we get back where, you know, marching we're repeating repeating the powerful slogans we're standing in solidarity we've taken a knee outside at the police station we've lifted our hands we've said don't shoot we've repeated the names of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd which I noticed that Brianna Taylor's name would often get drowned out by George Floyd's name. Which, you know, that's a huge statement in and of itself to me. We get back and there's some street preachers from from some church, probably evangelical church, Pentecostal. And they have their amp set up and they're trying to derail the protest. So there's one side of BART that's across from, directly across from the McDonald's. And then there's the other side of BART that is also directly across from the McDonald's, but the other side of McDonald's. Um, 
so the protesters were were standing on that end on one end and then the bible thumpers were at the bar that's near um El Faralito. There we go. And you know, it, it gets to the point where it's a little bit distracting and there's at first there's a white lady on the mic and she's probably like 50 years old um has a look like she might be from like Vallejo or something and she starts to get nervous in the middle of her rhetoric um people are kind of surrounding her um there's and they're telling her to shut up but what is happening is it's causing people to turn away from the protest and trying to shut this lady up and so what they do is you know they just keep on at it they you know there's probably like 10 people 10 people walk away from the protest to focus on this woman and she eventually just blurts out Black Lives Matter. And this, you know, kind of strangled cry. Like she could barely get the words out, you know. It's like a witch saying the Lord's Prayer. And she started crying. And then they put a young black woman on the mic, um, who seemed to somewhat be in kind of frail health. It was, you know, at this point, obviously I had turned to look at what was happening over here. Um, religiosity of this kind will prove distracting to me many times because I, this was the world I was raised in. I was raised in that kind of world. And so it, it's kind of triggering and it speaks to me in a weird way. I wanted to see, I, I turned away from the protests. I wanted to see what was happening too. And, you know, I would kind of intermittently go in between like looking at them and then looking at the protest. And, um, you know, I still had to use the bathroom really bad. So I was trying to make my way back to the house and it was like, they put this, black woman out there with the mic to talk about God to kind of get people to stop to to kind of say look we have a black person here and she believes what we believe so what are you going to do and one of those stunted growth skateboarder guys got in, in this black woman's face and started screaming and yelling at her and telling her to shut up and screaming ironically black lives matter in her face screaming and yelling at her until they took the way the mic away from her and gave it to some someone else i forget who but it really bothered me it's like why are you here young man why are you here if you can if you cannot you know, if even if you do not agree with this woman, does that give you a right to scream in her face like that? 
in this black woman's face. Isn't that the point of why we are holding these signs, why we are here gathered to hold space and acknowledge on a national level that black lives matter and to recognize that black lives matter. But when you see this woman here who who you do not agree with, when you see this black woman, there's no compassion, there's no empathy for why she's there or why they put her in in the front and why she start started going to the strange church. There's none of that. Does her life matter? Yes, it matters. Her her life matters as a black woman. It was it was deeply disturbing to me. There's so much work to be done. Please do not stop working and giving up. Giving up is is a failure to your your own humanity. We all make mistakes. We're going to continue to make mistakes. Many, many, many mistakes. We're going to make mistakes every single day. What are you going to do about it? Give up? Do something every day. I am going to sign off and I'm looking forward to having a beautiful day. I'm going to take a walk and then I'm meeting up with Taylor and Jen later and I believe Hannah and Leah too in a park. So I am open to ways, more ways that I can be anti-racist, not just with giving money, not just with marching. If you guys have any ideas, send me a text, let me know. Um... I want to keep this up every single day of my life for the next 62 years that I'm on this earth. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.